0: Everyone knows that a picture is worth a thousand words, but who's got time to read anymore? So in today's episode, we're gonna talk about why a picture is worth a thousand clicks because you wanna connect emotionally with your audience.
1: Seven, six, five,
2: four,
0: three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise.
2: Hello and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. I'm Bill with W. Parmentier Photography.
0: I'm Justin with Justin Kerr
2: Design.
1: And I'm Alicia with The Spark Social.
2: And together we make up the The Marketing Marketing Essentials Essentials Team. Team. Time for another podcast. Yes. Same time every week, right?
0: And today we're going to be talking about why a picture is worth a thousand clicks. So... Isn't that words or is it clicks? It's clicks. Because it's all about the clicks. (laughs) It's It's all all about about the clicks. clicks. Well, it's because it's all about conversions. You want someone to connect with your brand, right? Mm -hmm. And you also want them to convert into a customer. So that's what we're going to be talking about today is why good quality images are worth a thousand clicks, and how you produce those kind of images that connect emotionally with your prospective customers. Great, who's going to talk about that? That's going to be you, Bill. Oh, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) sorry. Because you're our resident expert on photography, videography, drones, yeah, and all things image-related.
2: For the most part, yeah, Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that.
0: This is an episode that we've Visited
2: before? Yes, way back in the very beginning, 2018. 2018. Mm-hmm. And if you, for those of you who want to go back and look at the original, it was episode number five, right? But we thought that it sounds was time. so
1: far away, <laughs> so far back.
2: Well, this is going to be in the 90s. This this podcast. So yeah,
1: we started in the 90s, <laughs> but yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. we've been podcasting since 1996. Before podcasts were a thing. Bef- yeah, before
2: there was yeah. Exactly. Go go with that. At the beginning of the internet. I meant we were going to be near episode (laughs) in the mid nineties on the episodes. For those of you who don't know, we don't necessarily have the podcast number down when we actually record. So that's why I can't give an exact number. Nobody cares. Yeah, I do. Okay. It's okay.
0: But we thought that this, (laughs) we thought that this topic was worth revisiting, which is why we're coming back around to it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is important. And I think, since the last time we did, we talked about this, some things have changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, as is always the case, technology always tends to get a little bit better mm-hmm. and a little bit better and a little bit better. And as of the taping of this podcast, we're now up to what, iPhone number 11 Pro? Mm-hmm. She's so got three cameras, and the Google Pixel's not that far behind it as far as quality-wise. So. Right.
1: Also a way to keep track of time, what iPhone are we with yeah, these days? Yeah. But it's true. In the digital world, think one year is not the same in digital No, time. it's
2: not. It's, re- it's really not. For it,
1: marketing, and,
2: yeah. And it's blurring the lines, if you pardon the pun of blurring, but it, it is blurring the lines between what professional photographers are doing now versus what people are able to do with their own. Right, phone, their own phones, so to speak, it,
0: while technology advances and you know phones get better at taking pictures, and we've got more and more social media channels, oh yeah, absolutely uh, every year out there, yeah. I think it still comes down to hiring a professional to give you quality results because it doesn't matter what the tools are, it doesn't matter what the technology is, mm-hmm. you still need the expertise of someone who can take your brand and translate
2: it into imagery. Oh, absolutely. You, you need to be able to look at, uh, does the imagery match with the branding? Mm-hmm. Does the composition match with uh, what would look professional? Is the lighting in a, a good position? Because quite frankly, y- you could have the best phone on the market or the best camera on the market.
0: If you don't know what you're doing.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think I talked about it back in the original one, but there's actually a series out there of YouTube videos. I'll see if I can find it. That actually had a uh, where they would hand a professional photographer a piece of garbage camera mm-hmm. and they would get amazing, result, amazing results with it. And then they do the same the opposite thing and give a high end camera to somebody who was just a, a casual shooter and the images weren't that good. Right. So it stands to the right, what you're just talking about is you got to know what you're talking, what you're doing.
0: And uh, when I was doing web design full time, mm-hmm. uh, I'd have at least someone once a month come to me and say, Well, we want our website to look like Apple. Well, yeah. do you know why you want it to look like Apple? Because they invest a lot of time and money to make their images. Mm-hmm on brand oh, absolutely. and look fantastic. And guess what? You're not Apple.
2: And, and the thing is, is you can look at an Apple image. If you didn't see the Apple logo, You'd you still know. know. you yeah. still know the, the, the style lighting, of the, the lighting, the composition. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But they're, they're a great example. It's like, yeah, they understand that it's important to invest the time and the money to make sure that they're, all their imagery is on brand.
2: Mm. And now let's take that into uh, small businesses. <clears throat> small businesses can do that too. Of course, probably not to as high of an, uh, an extent as somebody like Apple or Amazon or, or name the, the t- Nike,
0: mm-hmm.
2: maybe not to that extent, because they don't have that kind of a budget. But you can still get some good quality images for your small business that will be consistent. Mm-hmm. And if you've thought out your brand message properly, and you've really done your homework going into it, you can have some good, consistent quality images. Absolutely. So,
0: um, and and it's not just about having quality images. It's why do you need quality oh images? Yeah. Well, one, like you mentioned, they need to be consistent. So, mm-hmm. no matter where your images show up, your website, your social media, in print, billboards, wherever, they need to be consistent because you want to send that consistent visual yeah. message so exactly. that your brand is consistent. But there's that important connection to the viewer mm-hmm. and potential customer, mm-hmm. that emotional connection. And so we'll you, talk yeah.
2: about that. And, and that's part of the whole storytelling part of it. You've heard us on the podcast talk many times about the importance of storytelling, but that's how your potential client or customer is going to uh, connect with you. They're going to uh Buy into the story. They're gonna buy into the brand through the story that you tell through your imagery. Well, it's a whole package. We've had other guests on here mm-hmm. talk before about the importance of the whole package, the branding, the photography, the videography, right. the social but media. The emotional
0: connection and, is important because that's where people make the decision oh, to purchase
2: because yeah, yeah, yeah. you
0: know, we all think we do things based on logic, but we don't. Mm-hmm. We do. We make purchases based on emotion, and then we use logic to justify the well, purchase. We, we just talked
2: about a few yeah. minutes ago about the iPhone 11, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, and and again, we're, we're going to take the high level as far as uh, a high end company, but Apple does a great job of making people want the latest uh, uh, camera, you know, mm-hmm. the, the latest phone. Right. The reality is, is the iPhone 11 that much better than any other f- camera phone that's out there? Maybe slightly, but not far and above, right. but they've taught people to buy on emotion. You know, I got to look the part. I got to be the part. I got to, I want to fit in with the Apple generation, so to speak. Right. Right. And so people buy in emotionally to that. I got to have the iWatch and I want to make sure I have the iPhone and I have the iPad and the i, whatever. <laughs> it's truly a cult. It really is. Yeah. But it's, but it's because people are buying an emotion. How many people wait in line every time a new phone comes out, an iPhone comes out, even though they probably have the most recent one prior to that. Right. Right.
0: And a lot of companies do that. I mean, oh, yeah. You take a look at um, Bombas or
2: mm-hmm. uh, t- uh, Tom's. Tom's. Uh, the, I want say Tom's of Maine. The that's shoes. The, the, the shoes that Tom's of yeah, Maine not, is a, the toothpaste. Right. Sorry. But, <laughs> but, but the that's to, also the an
1: emotional shoes. purchase because Tom's of Maine is, like, organic. Oh, sure. And yeah, yeah, right.
2: Like, you yeah, yeah. 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 like make sure. So. And, and the thing is, okay, I'm sorry to take you off of the, the Tom's you were talking about, but mm. Alicia's right. Have you ever looked at any advertising for Tom's of Maine? It's all the backwoods, it's the orga- organic looking, right. it's that emotional connection.
0: And people look at that image and they go, oh, I want to be part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm all about organic. I'm, all, you know, something about those woods of Maine appeal to me. It's fresh. It's, you know, authentic. It's real. And mm-hmm. they want to connect with that. Mm-hmm. So they buy the product.
2: Yeah, right? we, we talked about the fact that people don't want to be sold to. They want to buy into it.
0: They want to be part of something bigger. that is bigger than themselves. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: So connecting with that, they they care about certain consumers, care about certain things. Sure. You know, they care about organic, right? Yep. So if you know that's your target audience <laughs> then your photography has to relate like that, that. Yep. right. It has to relate organic and sure. you can do that in a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. but if you don't relate that organic
2: nature about mm-hmm. your product or service, then you're not on brand, and that's why you see a lot of their imagery is geared towards like outdoors. Mm-hmm. People when they go, when people think organic, they automatically think outdoors, right?
0: And if you think about it logically, it's like, uh, what does toothpaste have to do with a pine
2: tree? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> no, nothing at all. But, <laughs> but it's <laughs> that emotional connection. It's, it's exactly, like, it's, it's that connection. Like, <laughs> you know, want your mouth
1: to taste like the pine.
2: pine <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I hate when they get stuck mm, between my teeth. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, but, but you know the.
0: I'm, I, as you were talking, I'm thinking about some of the iconic images that I've mm-hmm. seen. And the, one of the ones that pops into my head is, this is you going back quite a few years from National Geographic, the young girl from Afghanistan. Oh, Steve the, McCurry's With the eyes. Yeah. Everybody knows that photo. Oh, absolutely. Right? It's one of my favorites. And that is absolutely on brand for National Geographic mm-hmm. because it represents the exotic nature of their product and the fact that they're global absolutely and it's just it's a riveting photo because that girl is looking into your soul you see that photo Right? Now, have you, now that's an emotional connection. Absolutely. It has
2: nothing to do with logic. Yeah. I mean, for me, much like you said, the first time I saw that photo, it was the eyes. It was yeah, absolutely just absolutely. drawn right into it. Now, just a quick side note. Did you know that he went back and found her yeah. years later? Okay. I saw that. Yeah. And not quite as, not quite the same. Not quite as <laughs> riveting, but
0: yeah. But that capturing that moment with that girl. Oh yeah. You absolutely. know, was absolutely that image is just burned in my mind. And there's, there's several others, but yeah. The point is, it, it makes that emotional connection, and if it's on brand, mm-hmm. then it engages with the audience, and they want to be, in, if it's something that resonates with them, they want to be part of your brand. They want to be part and, of what you're doing.
2: And here's the other kicker part of that, and this fits right in with what we're talking about of pictures worth a thousand clicks, is you can see that photo without any text, without any explanation, but it's such a popular image because it hit their brand perfectly that mm-hmm. you don't need to see any of that so it's just the photo itself tells the tells the story of what that biz, what national geographic's about right think about it and i mean
0: i mean ultimately your written content has to fit hand in glove sure. with your imagery because no. the imagery that's what gets their attention but it's also there to back up your written content so you know your written uh, message has to be on brand. Your images have to be on brand. But I mean, we're talking about photography today. So that's the, that's yeah. the leading edge. That's mm-hmm. what gets their
2: attention. That's yeah. what makes the emotional connection. Sure. I, I agree wholeheartedly with you that it's more than just that, but I'm saying yeah. there are certain images that as a society, we could see now and attach it with, with something.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you see a, uh, uh, well, the, one of the photos that you took, um, which is, on your business card, which is the the grill of that '64 Mustang. Oh yeah, right? my favorite one. Yeah, now, that's... if you if you love cars, right? Yeah. You see that photo. You don't need any words. No. Nope. You just look at that and go, "I want that car." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I'm know, I want to drive that
2: car. That car. And the sad part is, I haven't seen that car again since I photographed it. But anyway, got me
0: sold it. But it's a it it's just the grill. But it's you know the the grill of that car is very distinctive. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's beautifully shot. And you instantly make an emotional connection to that, right? Now, if you're not a car enthusiast, you go, oh, it's a nice photo, but there's no connection, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So we talked about the emotional connection, but I want to touch on one of your favorite subjects, which is stock photography. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. You said favorite here. Come on. (laughs) I was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. There's some great stock photography out there, right? Right. You know, we talk about quality images, just so some very good quality stock images. Mm-hmm. Can stock photography be used effectively for marketing your brand?
2: The short answer is yes. Okay. It, it can be. It's just a lot harder to get it to match within your purview of what you're trying to the story you're trying to tell because it's not custom. It's It's not custom, and the other problem that you run into uh, is the fact that anybody can use that. It's very rare that you're going to unless you want to spend a little bit extra money that you're going to get exclusive rights to a piece of stock photography. It's going to show up in other places. So there's a, a possibility that that same stock photo could be in. Your competitor's website. Mm-hmm. I, I, I talked to a web designer not too long ago that was doing some work for a uh, in-ground sprinkler company, mm-hmm. and he was pulling up a uh, stock photo. And come to find out, another local competitor was using that same, same exact stock photo. So that's that's the the danger that you that right. you're up against when you're dealing with stock. But the pro to that is it's a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. And if you can find one that matches your branding and matches your uh, Storytelling that you're trying mm-hmm. to do, it can be worked. It can be worked right. through, and it can save you a little bit of money.
0: So it's while it's not optimal, no, it's still better than using a crappy photo.
2: Oh, I would <laughs> or think, no photo at if all. If you are going to tell me you're going to go out and shoot with a uh, you know take a camera phone and take a quick shot and not have any knowledge of how to operate the the camera, right? I would say yeah, go. With yeah, stock. sorry, I got to take away your keys, man, because you're just acting irresponsible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, in some cases, stock photography is probably the only thing the person can afford. And you probably see that with the design you do, website design you do, I'm sure you come across companies that just can't afford to go and have custom photography done.
0: Right. They they don't have the resources for that. So, you know, I go out and I try to find the best quality stock image I can Mm -hmm. and use it in a way that you know, it tells a little bit of their message, mm-hmm. but I know that it's it's not optimal, but it's better than no image or a bad one. So sure. it's it's that uh, mm-hmm. sort of happy medium.
2: Yeah, yeah, because you're never going to find something that's going to exactly match your image unless it's custom made.
0: Exactly, and obviously, if you're selling a specific product, you have to have custom photography. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you
2: right? if you yeah.
0: So okay. a lot of the stock photography I used is for service based
2: businesses. And you can get away with a little bit more for a service-based business. Now, yeah. I would I would suggest, and I think this was in the original notes when we did this the first time, is stay away from the cliche ones, you know, the 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 guys in the boardroom standing around pointing at a screen or something. Like, or <laughs> mm-hmm. if you're a customer <laughs> service agency please, please don't use the silly photo with the person with the headset on. It's like, yeah, we know you're going to have somebody, an agent on call, you know? I, I, <laughs> I like when I
1: Google like for social media images and it's always like people standing around a whiteboard looking at like icons of like yeah. Facebook and yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Like, yes, this is how all our strategy sessions start <laughs> looking you, at icons. I was going to say, have
2: you ever put up an, a, a social media icon on a board anywhere? When you <laughs> just, were just stared at it that
1: and that pondered, right? hmm, Facebook, what is the meaning?
0: Or are the, uh, the transparent whiteboard in the conference room? room with the sticky notes all over it. The thing that looks like something out of the Matrix? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. With arrows drawn to different ones. It's like, uh, I'm a big fan of sticky notes and I do use them in my strategy sessions. But yeah, those are pretty cliche.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I would suggest staying away from those uh, because
0: and again, yeah, this is where you want to work with the professional, because if you are going to use stock photography, at least let a professional yeah, I was say find a good
2: quality stock photo that's not cliche mm-hmm. and that works for your brand yeah, and, and most web designers, and even there may be some photographers out there that'll do consulting with you and help you sure. to, to work through getting some decent stock photos for what you're doing. So, so I don't want to beat that to death, but I mean, the reality is it can be used to answer right. your question.
0: So I think a segue from stock photography, since we're talking about, okay, you can't use the custom Mm -hmm. photography, talking about equipment a little bit. A lot of people, like you mentioned before, are just going to use their iPhone. Yeah. So if we know that that is, they're absolutely going to do it. Do you have any tips for them on, okay, here's, here's a way to get the best out of that. Yeah. uh, It's tough. Other than don't do it. (laughs) Other than don't do it.
2: Lighting is crucial. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get past a lot of things. But lighting is absolutely crucial. I'm not going to pick on the person, but uh, I'm by name, because I don't remember Is it me? Name. No. Okay. no. Uh, I remember years ago. Doing
1: the best with what I got over here. No, it's not <laughs> you.
2: It's not you, Alicia. He's staring it's not directly you. at me. No, I'm just kidding. No, I wasn't looking at you. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, it's this woman we know, yeah. uh, Alice Pizza. So, yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah.
2: Part of the Spurk social?
0: Yeah, yeah, Spurk social. <laughs> Spurk social.
2: Okay, this is way too early in the morning for us getting goofy. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, I was at a um, networking event. This has got to be at least three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. And somebody handed me a business card that had a photo on it, an image of them. And it was a scenic photo behind them.
0: Oh, I know who this is. You know what I'm about.
2: <laughs> this beautiful scenic background. It was like Grand Canyon or something. Yeah, it was beautiful. And... If this person was in the shadow. You couldn't even see their face. Right, because the sun was behind him. The sun was behind him, and it was just a dark shadow. It looked like the, um, uh, what was that commercial? The Liberty Mutual commercial with the right. guy that's in the uh, witness the protection. protection program. Yeah, Which that like <laughs>
0: if you happen to be in the witness protection program, that's probably a good shot to use. Yeah, but, but this guy situation.
2: wasn't. No, and, and that's what, what I mean by lighting. Mm-hmm. Now, you can shoot a shot like that if you want to have something, at this, if it's severely backlit, backlit like that, mm-hmm. you do get light on the subject. Right, so I would say get a, a you know you could use a table lamp for that matter if you had something it was indoors saying right. to, to get some light directly on the subject.
0: And so, I you know I have to say that like the most recent iPhone, the 11 Pro, yeah, has some nice features, and I think it's they amazing. Apple goes as far as they can to help people take better photos. Help yeah, people it, spend more money.
2: Well, that too. Well, that's that. <laughs> too. But, I mean, no, the, the the low light capabilities on the new Apple uh, 11 Pro. It's amazing. I would, like to, I would love I to have it in yeah. my hands. I kind
1: of on want one. And I'm not that person who's like, I need the newest phone. That's usually my boyfriend, but I kind of
2: really want one. I'm still on the Nick, seven if you're listening, side. you now know what to get my for her birthday. Yeah. Kinda,
1: <laughs> all right. But anyway,
2: uh, so yeah, I mean, so I would the, the two things that I would say as far as photography, if you're going to try to do it with an iPhone or a, whatever your camera phone happens to be, uh, lighting and composition. Mm hmm. Lighting primarily, you can get away with composition a little bit less. There's
1: because, a little editing you could do. Yeah, anyway. you can do
2: a little bit of cropping. If you have bad lighting, there's yeah. not not a whole heck of a lot you can do for a photo. A couple
1: display. filters, but it's hard.
2: Yeah, and even that, I mean, like shadows. I said, if we're talking about a person's face in the shadows, like for instance, baseball caps, people don't think about it. Cast a big shadow on your face. Cast a shadow from the nose up. So now you can't see the eyes. And what's the first thing we were just talking about this a few minutes ago with the National Geographic? It's the first thing people look at is the eyes. Right. When they teach you to, uh, when you're taking a type of photography course, when you're taking photos of people, they they say the sharpest thing that you should be photographing should be the eyes. That's why I get my so, eyelashes done. So you should be... No, well, you, when, you, when you're setting focus... <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> damn.
0: No, but th- again, yeah, that, that is right. one of the reasons w- why makeup artists will focus a lot on, on the eyes because yeah.
2: they know that's a focal point. Absolutely. And, and if I'm what working with say? a makeup artist, that's exactly the first place that, that we're looking to work on is the eyes because that's where I'm setting my focus point.
1: Mm.
2: Especially if you're doing a shallow depth of field. I don't want to get too far into this one, but if you're doing a sh- shallow depth of field, you know, you, you get beyond the eyes and it, it starts to get a little bit blurry. And people notice when you look at somebody's eyes on a photo, if it's blurry. Right. And you're going to lose attention. So, I yeah. mean, that's... It's a subtle thing, but... It, it's very yeah. subtle, but you most people don't realize it until you walk away from the photo and go, something off on that. But anyway. Right. So, so sorry to get off on that. Tangent.
0: Well, you were just saying that, okay, yeah, if... If you have an iPhone and you're going to use it, mm-hmm. here's some things to keep in mind, Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And again, I keep going back to the beating the same drum here, but it's like hire a professional, yeah. work with
2: a professional. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Whether it be a designer or a branding designer or a photographer, depending on what you're doing. Like you said, if, you, if they're doing right. stock...
1: So, and like just a real quick testament to the um, the focus of eyes and mm-hmm. imagery that focuses on the person. It's it's hard to get good pictures, right? Like we're talking about, but the topic of this entire podcast is a picture is worth a thousand more, uh, clicks, thousand clicks. And so as the social media person over here, when we post a good picture of a person, so you could be a business owner and you know, you want to focus on your product or your service, put your face out there and put a good picture mm-hmm. out there. We literally see the clicks the go Jump up. up. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. So
2: I believe it. And then let's, let's take the service end of it. Again, a good quality photo. I work with a lot of contractors, a good quality contractor. What if, okay, say for instance, you re- remodel the bathroom mm-hmm. and the bathroom looks beautiful. And then you go and take an iPhone shot with it. Doesn't do it justice. What is that going to convey to your clients? your potential I, clients. It doesn't show your work in the best light. Yeah. And, and it may not even show the intricacy of it. If right. it's a slightly shadowed out photo or a blurry photo, you're not going to see the in- intricacy. Wow. It's easy right. for me to say. And if
0: you're working mm-hmm. with a professional like you, Bill, um, you're going to get things that the client's not even thinking of. You're mm-hmm. going to get shots that they're not even considering because they're not the professional, sure. right? Sure. So I know when you shoot like bathroom models, kitchen remodels. Mm -hmm. You'll do wide, you'll do details, Mm -hmm. you'll capture things that will really get the potential customer's attention, you know, like, uh, you know, a particularly beautiful tile backsplash Mm -hmm. or, you know, some detail that really just makes the whole photo.
2: It shows the the workmanship. That's exactly. Anytime I'm going into a service based contractor type deal like that, I'm looking at it from a workmanship standpoint because that's what this contractor needs to be standing out for. Right. Because people want to know that they're getting good quality. They want to know that it's going to be long lasting. They want to know that it's going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it the style? Much like we talk about branding style, mm-hmm. homeowners have the same thing. You know, some mm-hmm. may like a, a, a more modern look and some may like, a, you know, more traditional, traditional looks. Look, so it, it, you need <laughs> that
0: too. I'm just thinking, I'm remembering the one photo shoot you had. Uh, it was a bathroom remodel. But it was it was the tiniest bathroom. Oh my gosh! I, mean, I think small I've ever seen. It was I don't know what the footprint of the room was, but I think it was like eight by eight. I, I, the and small. there was there was a toilet, a shower, and a sink in there. And you, I know you had to like for one shot and you had to, you had to get on the floor. <laughs> And point up. Yep. And yeah, I mean the shots you got were great, but man, that was a that was a I tiny bathroom.
2: There's two bathrooms that stick out for me. And both the smallest one I've ever shot was about a four by five footprint. The it was a stand-up shower that was about a two by two. Mm-hmm. And then the toilet and a small sink. And literally you could sit on the toilet and wash your hands. <laughs> Just wow. to give you an idea. So but anyway, but yeah, so that again, like you said, when you're doing custom photography knowing how to shoot that situation, try to do that with an iPhone, see if you can do it.
0: I mean, you'd basically have a shot through the through an open door mm-hmm. and you'd have a glare off of
2: the, uh, the shower glass or mm-hmm. a glare off the vanity mirror. Well, that's the other thing is reflective surfaces. Yeah. You know, I do a lot. I spend a lot of time it, when I'm doing the shoot to try to avoid those reflections. But then I still, have to, back, but I still have to go back and mo- more times than not and do Photoshop work to fix that too. And again, how many uh, people that are using a, a, an iPhone are going to go and try to do any type of touch-up work?
0: Or... or yeah, even know how. Oh, yeah, it's even better, know how. Right. Even if they're aware of it. Now, not picking way. an iPhone. When I, I mean that in a generic sense. But, right. But anyway, so. So we've talked uh, a lot about what to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how to get the best out of a stock mm-hmm. photo versus custom. If you're going to shoot with an iPhone, mm-hmm. how to mitigate some of the issues with that. So we've talked about what to avoid. We Mm -hmm. talked about stock photos and how to make the best of those if that's where you have to go budget-wise. We talked about some of the equipment and the iPhone. It's like if you're absolutely going to use an iPhone, here's some things to consider. Mm -hmm. But let's get back around to the advantages of investing in custom photography. So talk about some of those
2: things. Okay, well, there's a couple of things that stick out right off the bat. And let me... Preface this by saying, I stuck on that word there, the word preface. Let me preface this by saying that yes, obviously it's going to cost you a little bit more when you're doing custom photography for obvious reasons.
0: You mean it's more of an investment? Yes,
2: yes. Oh, you like, I like how you spun that. That was pretty good.
0: Well, because (laughs) it's a good point to make, It's, it's
2: not a cost it's an investment. It it is. It is. You are, you are correct. I, I, I stand corrected.
0: (laughs) A cost cost is when you go get coffee every morning.
2: Well, I mean, let's be honest. There are people that still look at it as a cost. So you have to, I mean, yes, I agree with you. It's an investment, but there are still people out there that look at that as a cost of doing business. And, Mm. and when you look at it, and also when you look at it from that standpoint, you're probably not going to get good photography because you're looking for the cheapest. Right. So I, I, I stand corrected, (laughs) but so, Outside of that, here's a couple of things that that do happen when you do decide to go with custom photography. Well, first of all, you're going to be able to customize it, as the word says, as the the title says, you're going to be able to customize it to your business. Mm -hmm. Which means now, as I'm sitting down with you as a photographer, as a business owner, I'm going to be able to, to more accurately tell the story of your business. Now, hopefully, if you have a photographer that you've hired that's doing this, they're going to sit down with you, preferably for half an hour or an hour at the very least, to understand the story. So they're going to be able to more accurately portray in imagery what you're trying to do as a business.
0: Absolutely. And I can tell you from personal experience that a lot of business owners are inside the jar Mm -hmm. and they're looking at it from that point of view and sitting down with a professional, whether it's a branding specialist, whether it's a photographer that understands branding, Mm -hmm. whether it's social media person, like Alicia who understands branding in that conversation, they're going to be able to pull out things that you're not even aware of or thinking of, or maybe you've forgotten about sure. your brand and how to get that brand message out. So it's, it's, the investment is worth it right there just to have yeah, that just exercise, that yeah. just to get that brand message clear.
2: Sure. And then the secondary part to that is they're going to be able to get more unique images for you. Which means they're going to be able to come. up, The photographer hopefully will be able to get you an image that you're not going to find on any stock site. Nope. Yeah. It's not going to, f- you know, be this one size fits all kind of thing. They're going to actually take the time to understand who you are, what you are, how you mm-hmm. do it, and, and how then, you're be- going to
1: use those photos. Oh, too. absolutely. Yeah. You that know, we digital do,
2: website. Yeah, yeah. Take that into account because obviously that that's important. You need to know are they are they going to be used in a campaign? Are they going to be used? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, where are they going to be used? Because those does, does change uh, the focus of what we're doing. Pardon the pun.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, and then finally, the nice thing about this is once you've invested in good stock photography. Uh, stock photo, oh, I said stock. There's no such thing custom as uh, custom photography. Custom photography. Yes. Okay, let's try this again. So once you've invested in good custom photography, mm-hmm. it's an evergreen thing. Mm. Unless you're doing something holiday, seasonal, something along that line, but even that can be used from year to year.
0: But a lot of, you know, if you're doing it for the first time, a lot of what you're going to come away with Mm. is evergreen. You're going to get a lot of mileage out of it.
2: Yeah, I mean, even when I'm doing video work, not that this is the topic today, but when I'm doing video work, I'm looking to talk to my client about, look, we can use bits and pieces of what's being shot for future stuff. So it's evergreen. So you're not going to have to pay to have this done over again. At least not in the short term.
0: I mean, specific things like for a particular product or like you said, a seasonal thing. Yeah. Those are going to have a shelf life. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the marketing photography, a lot of the marketing and image uh,
2: stuff is going to be long term. Yeah. And and if if enough thought is put into it ahead of time, you can use that across many channels. Mm -hmm. Social media, your website, print marketing. If you're thinking about it upfront and saying, okay, I know in the future I'm going to need to put together a brochure or I'm going to need to put together a social media. We can work with with that in mind. So that way we're making sure we're getting the images that are going to work across all categories, so to speak. So those are the, probably the biggest things, uh, the biggest advantages of going with custom photography. And obviously the final one is you stand out amongst the rest of your competition.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that is one of the key elements to Any small business is distinguishing yourself from the competition. A great way to do that is investing in Mm -hmm. high-quality custom
2: marketing imagery. We'll say, yeah, absolutely, I would agree that. So those are to answer your question. Those are the what I would say were the top reasons why you want to look at investing in custom photography.
0: I think that's a strong argument. You know, now it's always going to be a challenge to convince clients to invest in, in something like this, but I think. You know, the stuff that we've talked about today
2: goes a long way to making that argument. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and you, there's always going to be people that want to try it on their own. And my answer to that is when you're ready to, <laughs> when you're done trying that and uh, you want to go beyond that, then come see me. We can, we can talk. Right.
0: I mean, so how did they find you, Bill?
2: Oh, pretty easy. Uh, I'll make I'll give you the easy website or version. So it's WPP.photos. Mm-hmm. That'll take you to my website. Real easy. I I was suggested that by a branding friend of mine who told me that I I needed to shorten the name of my (laughs) website. Who could that be, Justin? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyway, you can either contact me through that, or you can also email me at bill at WPP.photos. Okay. And I guess I can give my phone number while I'm at it, too. It's 401-426-3133. So that's how you get a hold of me. Or, obviously, you can get a hold of us through the Marketing Essentials podcast, too. So,
0: All right. Well, thanks for walking us through why a picture is worth a thousand clicks and until next time see you later bye
2: bye thank you for joining us today and as always you can find the back episodes of our podcast on apple podcasts and you can also find us on our youtube channel both of them are the marketing essentials team
0: you can find us on the web at marketingessentialsteam.com And if you subscribe through our website, you'll receive a weekly email and letting you know when each episode has been published. Also, you'll receive a link to subscriber-only content.
1: You can also find us on Facebook and our private Facebook group. Just search Little Roadie Marketing Support Group. It's a great place for other marketing professionals and business owners where we can share marketing advice, challenges, and general trends. Hope to see you there.